Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Keith Logan, and welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Men Podcast. Uh, I know it's been a while, but niggas really got busy lives. Niggas got to take vacations. Niggas got work. We got everything to do. But go ahead and follow me at klogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. And today, of course, I got with my guys. Uh, Mitch is not here, actually. Yeah, I know he got shit to do. He got stuff to do. He a coach. We working 24-7. We trying to figure out niggas' schedule. But we also got Justin. Yo, what's good, everybody? You know, we back and better than ever. You know, self-love is the best love. JLP underscore 63 on IG. We back. Let's get it. Yes, sir. We are back. And Dr. B. Yo, what's up? It's the People's Doctors, Dr. B. Uh, follow me at Petty Next Door underscore four. Mostly on Twitter and IG. I'm glad to be back at it. Cool, cool, cool. So y'all already know it's that time of the year again. It's football season. So ladies, especially ladies that's in relationship or just have niggas, they main or whatever, it's going to be stressful for y'all because... <laughs> Every game day, your man gonna be stressed out, not paying attention to you. You already know, so just keep that in the back of your mind, especially if your man team is trash, such as the Cowboys, Giants, Steelers, <laughs> especially if your man team is trash. Whoa. The Saints. Nah, my, we all Whoa. happy over there. You don't got to worry about me. <laughs> By the way, I am taking all this for the Saints, so hit me up if y'all. Taking, I'm Boy, taking get all to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking all this. Except get when it's playoff it. time. <laughs> but I all mean, right, even if y'all get to the playoffs, y'all gonna get a a bum call. <laughs> see, that's why. I'm, that's why I'm not taking best in playoff because they don't want us to see. Hey man, let's get to it. Bro. <laughs> all right, y'all. Talking about. We're now tuning into the Hosting Men podcast. Let's get it. So we got something very important to talk about that's been affecting the black, the black community over these past couple of weeks. We got to talk about these chicken sandwiches from Popeye's. Do we We really have to? Like, we got to talk about this stupid bro, shit? Or we really got like, to talk about it? Why I got to be stupid, bro? It's like the power of <laughs> social media is, it like is really bro. taking over. Like, I never seen something pop or blow up that hard that fast so long like Shit. and affected the whole fucking everywhere bro. i went popeyes was sold out of chicken what? i ain't even personally have the chicken yet bro niggas is holding people at gunpoint for them fucking chicken sandwiches <laughs> i don't bro. care i don't care how good a fucking chicken sandwich is you're not about to threaten somebody's life on them motherfuckers especially after they had already put that shit out that that bitch is so how the fuck you saw out of a chicken sandwich nationwide Yo, that shit though. that shit was wild that was wild but I mean, the power of social media drove these chicken sandwiches that they couldn't meet the supply. So, you know. Here's the thing, though. So, like, this power of social media thing is really real because, nigga, I was in Houston for an internship. And me and some of the guys I interned with about a couple of days in, about early June, we went to Popeye's and I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's. And I ate it. And I remember it was good, but I wasn't just thinking, like, this shit fire. This shit about to take the world by storm when this motherfucker, everybody find out about this motherfucker. And then fast forward to August, it took one person to say spicy chicken sandwich at Pop or chicken sandwich in general at Popeye's is fucking fire. 
that shit went berserk. Like, everybody's in line. Everybody's fighting. Everybody's skipping class. Everybody's <clears> skipping work. <throat> Niggas is saying, fuck the world. I'm getting me a fucking chicken sandwich so I can show the world I got me a goddamn chicken sandwich. And that shit's crazy to me because if you think about it, y'all, how many times did y'all see a, a chicken sandwich commercial for Popeye's? I mean, not I that much. See, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even see one. Exactly, bro. They didn't need exactly. it. Exactly, they didn't need it. But you would think though that they would at least have a commercial where you're like, try come try the new spicy chicken sandwich at Popeyes or some shit. But <laughs> like, nah, bro, you didn't see that shit one time. All it took was one person said that shit was fire, and their money went crazy. Right, they got uh twenty three million dollars worth of free advertisement, something like that. Twenty three million dollars in free advertisement, bro, and we but, over here. Nigga, pay me. Yeah, but I heard it lived up to his expectation. I feel like we as black people are the first to call some cap if it's if it's really ain't good. So I, I mean, it got to be good for it to be really sold out till October or whatever. So I ain't really tripping. I'm a, I'm a wait I and mean, see. That hoe was okay. But my main point is like, well, like what I've been seeing mostly is like since we can use social media to bring up a a white franchise such as Popeyes or white business, whatever company, why can't we do that to benefit our own people, our own businesses? I know the last episode we talked about black, uh, black businesses, but like, what about the stuff? I know niggas talking about why y'all can't promote your homie mixtape or whatever with that same effect that we use black, uh, social media with. Cause that's what's popping black Twitter, black IG, whatever black social media in general is looks like what gets the trends popping. Well, here, here's my critique on that. I, I think, for one, we should do that. But, you know, the reality is Popeyes wasn't ready, right? They failed miserably at trying to uh, provide chicken sandwiches um, to, you know, to their customers. So they wasn't even ready. His, his businesses, and particularly Black businesses, are they going to be ready? Are they going to have the infrastructure that if we start promoting this? Now, what I think should happen is that we should use social media to power literacy, financial literacy, business literacy, all these ways to make our companies much more better versus just saying, hey, go taste this product, go see this product. Now, I don't mind promoting the homie mixtape or the homegirl's <laughs> mixtape. But shit, if it's trash, it's trash. You know, gotta understand that <laughs> everything ain't a hit just because your homeboy or homegirl did it. But I do think we should give it a chance. And we also got to stop saying, give me the hookup if it is our homie. Pay that business. Stay in the business or the business. Pay that business. And I think, you know, as we talked about in the last episode, just think that we got to do better at literacy, got to do a better job of supporting each other. But Popeyes fail. I don't want people to be thinking like, oh, look at look what uh, social media did for Popeyes. They got money, but yeah. they failed miserably. They right? were not prepared at all for they that. Not prepared. They basically said, we're going to drop this chicken sandwich, but it ain't going to pop, though. And it, and it shit popped. <laughs> but now, like, mm. but touching on the, but touching on supporting your own, like, I just feel like, naturally we want to go towards what's popular right so you got a homie like for example my homie could have his own little wing spot his own little chicken spot right and this chicken sandwich might be fire like and if i post it on my story and i say y'all come peep y'all come peep so-and-so's chicken spot in so in some area 
I mean, nine times out of ten, I feel like a lot of people don't really care to really pay attention to that shit. But then you see fucking Popeye's drops a chicken sandwich or anywhere else drops something. A popular place drops something. You're like, this shit's fire. People go naturally go check that shit out because that is what's popular. So I don't really think it's not necessarily people don't support their own. And I'm not saying they don't, they don't, that they do support their own. I'm just saying, like, you got to also take into consideration that people go towards what's popular. So it's a trend. So, like, local businesses ain't trending. I think, like, say your homie spot, he has chicken wings or, chi- or for example, chicken sandwich that might be better than Popeye's or whatever. You said uh, what's more popular, but I feel like it's just what we place our value in. We place our value in Popeye's more than in supporting our homies. Well, I, feel I mean, like. but look at the, compare the difference in, like, Keith, if you post a picture of a chicken sandwich from your homeboy spot and you're like, this shit's fire. And then you post the spot from the you post the same thing for a popular place, bro. Which one you think is gonna get more love? Naturally, it's gonna be the the popular place. I'm so like it's not. That's that what I'm saying. It's the way it's whether you put your place your value in. Like it's your homie or any black supporting black business. We don't put our value in supporting black business as much as we put our value in supporting McDonald's when they have some shit just because they're popular. Nigga, who support McDonald's? <laughs> Uh, but, but I also think that it comes down to marketing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Could, could black people, so you know, we could say, hey, on Twitter, uh, pick a day where we support a black chicken place that's locally in our neighborhood. So there might be, um, you know, Mr. Wings in Charlotte, and there might be Wings and Things in, in Miami. And that might be Wings Supreme in Oklahoma. And what we need to do is figure out all these black restaurants that are selling chicken and say, okay, on this day, all the black people go to the black businesses. Whereas Popeyes is marketed, there's a Popeyes or six or seven in each city. You're not going to compete against that. So yeah. you got to do more strategic organizing around how do we support black businesses when you're competing against a national food chain. They shouldn't be on the same level. It's unfair to compare a, some, a local, you know, black business in Charlotte, you know, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, whatever, to a national chain, Popeyes. Popeyes got the human power to push out a product, whereas Mr. Wings or Wings Spring or whatever local, they don't have that power. So we need to come together as Black Twitter and say, hey, y'all, this is support a black chicken business day. And then we all go ham and go support a black chicken business. That's how you get the literacy out there and promote, you know, black businesses. I like that idea. Finding different ways to like market each other. Finding using basically using our power because we have power with the social media shit for good or bringing like even bringing awareness to like different issues like political issues or even like the Amazon fire shit. I know even even though I mean that's that's no it's a while back, but uh I know black people don't really care or have a stigma, don't care about the environment and shit, or at least we don't talk about it enough. It's like very important, like we talk about issues like the Amazon fire and how it affects us and like at least use social media like you said for financial literacy and also just literacy and educating ourselves and wearing us uh bringing awareness to important situations that's going on in like in the world like not just talking on dumb shit or looking at funny memes and stuff too 
Like it can be everything. It don't have to just be negativity on social media. We can actually come come to social media and make ourselves aware and be abreast of different situations that's going on in real life. That's real <clears throat> shit. But can I ask a question though? What's up? Like you got a homie, right? Like he your best friend. Like What's he up? that is your nigga. Like your right hand man. You'll take a bullet for this dude, right? And he a rapper. And he trash as fuck. Trash, bro. Like you already know what you wouldn't wish you wouldn't wish that music on your worst enemy, bro. Like (laughs) like your nigga like your bro really cannot rap for shit. And he asked you to be on stage with him to be his hype man while he performed, and he asked you to promote his shit. Basically be his promoter and all that shit. You you promoting it, bro? Ooh, already, this shit trash, bro. Like, I already know my answer. If that's if that's really my homie, I'm telling that's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope somebody tell me the same. Honestly, uh, I, would be, I feel like that's a lot easier homies. said than done, though, bro. That if it's I do nigga, it with y'all. Like, y'all t- if I t- if y'all ask me something like like you think this cool, I'm gonna be honest. Like, uh, I'm gonna think that tra- I'm gonna think <laughs> that's trash, and this not your lane. You should do this. Like, Justin, you not good at math, bro. That's not your lane. You shouldn't be an engineer. Nigga, I'm smart. 10 times 10 is 100, nigga. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> really thought about it. Look at that. Thought about it. <laughs> like I said. Yo, I'm not, I, I'm not co-signing shit that I don't vibe with. Facts. Big facts. I think if we homies, then the ability to be honest and say, and I can say this. For me, it doesn't do it for me. Now, it might do it for others, but I can't do that, and I can't get up there and not be my authentic self. So find somebody else that can vibe with this trash, but it ain't nothing. That's what I would do. I'm the type of nigga to be on the stage with my nigga like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, be, be dancing and shit, grooving, nigga. Fuck it. It's my nigga. Shit. If you want to be a trash rapper, I'll be trash with him. I'm a real nigga. Hey, wow. as J. Cole said, instead of fake it till you make it, make it, then fake it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess. I mean, if it's true, that's one thing. It's like if your homie has humble beginnings, but you can see the potential in him. Yeah, that's one thing. Even though his shows not be not, not cracking, ain't nobody listening to him. I'll be on stage with him, support. He's just not there yet. I got to see potential in him. But I'm going to be we, honest. If it's music, trash is trash. I'm nigga, all we like, got to do is have that one fucking song, bro. We just need that one song that just kind of makes sense and the beat go hard and nigga, that shit gonna take off. Play that shit, shit in a bunch of middle schools so the kids just fucking love that shit. Next thing you know, we never won the Billboard chart. Shit, ain't that what uh, Blueface did? He was staying on top of his car going to different high schools and stuff in California and just bumping his shit. <laughs> anyway, I mean, listen, pop. listen. If, if the homie is trash and then a song catch... I'll be like, nigga, I was with you before you was doing this shit. Facts. Because uh, y'all going to be, he's going to be salty as fuck when he tell his homeboy his shit trash and his homie cut him off and then next thing you know, that nigga blow up. And if he cut you off, that wasn't your homie then. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. Y'all make that shit. Y'all make like, that bro, shit. Bro, I'm going to give construction, constructive, like, if yeah. you really want to do that. you don't know how to be constructive, bro. You just yes, tell I, people, well, you yeah, trash, bro. I have said that before, <laughs> like, but I, I know situations in there. If you really want to do music, and you serious about it, you got dedication. I'm gonna say, I don't think I like this shit. Maybe you should go this direction. I ain't no music producer or nothing like that. But like I'm gonna tell him like, hey, I don't know if that's gonna crack. I'll can I'll even play it for different people, like, to even see if like they can vibe to it. Like if I get different opinions like this trash, 
I'm gonna tell it's trash. You need to go back to the drawing board type shit. This no, it ain't for you. I'm gonna just you can't make it crack. I'm gonna just warn people and be like, "Hey, my nigga got potential. He ain't there yet." Uh, but, but peep this shit though. <laughs> no, I hey, true story. And uh, like we had a frat brother. He was kind of into to rap. And when he first started, I was like, "Yeah, man, I just, I think you got good lyrics, but your rhythm cadence is off." I was like. You, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't flow well. And I gave him that criticism. And a year later, that nigga came with some heat. Girl, he's like, all right, thank you for the criticism. Exactly. Came back, came back with some heat. And uh, I was like, okay, I saw the progression. And there's, you know, there's talented people that you can see off from jump. Like, oh, yeah, this this person is talented. This girl, this woman, this guy, this man, he's talented. There's some people they got to work at it. And if they work on it hard enough, you can see the, you know, the potential. And then there's some people that are just disillusioned. Like, you have no business. This is not your lane. Go do something else. But who am I to crush somebody's dream? I could be honest and still be supportive. And that's kind of how I would do it. Exactly. A good example. I like, you could tell, like, somebody have potential or not. Like, you can give, like, some suggestions of what you think. But, like, say if somebody does art, you can tell, like, oh, yeah, that shit trash. And they ain't abstract art. You trying to do a, a mural, self-mural yourself or whatever. You trying to paint yourself and that shit look trash. I'm going to tell you, that shit suck. And that's just me. All right, so we're going to talk about this IG topic that was sent to us a while back. Um, and it said, anonymously from IG, how to love a man. Ooh. So... I mean, I think when we first, when I first told everybody about it, it's like, it's, we laughed at it because, like, we think it's easy. You think niggas are already easy to read. All you have to do is feed us, fuck us, probably learn about sports a little bit, uh, have a semi-intellectual conversation, and support a nigga goals. But I think women, I don't know. I think from a women's perspective, it may be more difficult. Like, we don't know what we want. We may be wishy-washy. Or it may seem complicated. I know in our perspective, women is super complicated and we'll never understand. So we just like fuck it. But how do you, what ways do y'all think or y'all can give advice to women how to love a man, like in today's society at least? Well, it seems like to me, most of these, it seems like to me, most of these girls here are bum ass niggas anyway. So like, sheesh. <laughs> like, I'm just saying though, like, like, see, in my case, like, I'm on the go, go, go 24-7. Um, I'm in grad school. I'm working. I'm figuring out what the fuck I'm about to do next. Like, all that shit. So the last thing I need to worry about is having to be back and forth with someone all day. And when I get hit with the, you never make time for me. Or well, how come you can only hang out with me at night? And da-da-da-da. Like, bruh, like, do you just want me to just be free all the fucking time? Like, I just don't understand. And, like, I've had this common occurrence with multiple women that I have uh, gotten to know. And I just don't understand, like, what do they really want from us? Like, because I can understand if you complain about someone who's free and ain't making time free. But when a nigga's busy, like, do do y'all not like that shit? Like, I wish we had a female guest for this one because that shit don't make. I, that shit really pisses me off most of the time because it just seems like girls want all the attention on them when you're not giving it to them. And then when you shit, I'm going all over the place now because I really almost went to a whole other topic. It sounds, but, like, <laughs> sounds like some weighing heavy on your heart. Ooh, <laughs> but, but like, I'm just saying though, like, it shit don't make, it just seems like women don't want what's, what's best for them in those circumstances. I don't know. Could be wrong. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that women don't know. Of course, think, you, do. of course well, you don't agree. I got you. <laughs> I mean, I think um, there's a number of things at play. Are there some things that you can do to, 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 to what I would say, break the ground up so it's easier to love a man or for a man to be loved? Yeah, I mean, I think you can do some things that can entice a man to be like, this is what I need, right? You know, whether it's, you know, giving him his time with his guy friends or making sure you respect his independence um, or, um, you know, giving him time to unwind if, if you are in a, you know, home together or, um, you know, giving him the confidence um, that you trust him and that, you know, he, he can be the, you know, not want to say provider because I think women can be providers too. Um, but I think there are those things that I think actually can work in either case, man or woman. I think what we really get into the issue is, and this is what I want to address is, I think that men, it can be really hard to love us because we don't want to be vulnerable. And so when that happens, then there's a lot of protection a lot of, um, you know, um, shielded, you know, things and we don't really get to know who that person is. We just kind of see the surface. Um, and I think when men really start trusting maybe themselves, trusting themselves to be open with the person that they're, that, that's going to be their partner or they're in love with, I think there might be a little bit easier to love. But it's difficult when you're young. Right. It's difficult when you first meet someone. It's difficult when you've been in a relationship and you're trying to go to the next. Just so many things that are at play that we can't just say, do these six things. Yeah. And this is how it's easy to love a man. Exactly. Just, just a lot of things that because every so, situation, every situation is different. So you can't really pinpoint how because like every every man has dealt with different traumas in their life. So it's kind of like hard for niggas to really open up. So a lot of the times women may think like he's so closed off. He's he must not really like me and shit like that. It might not even be the case. It's just niggas might have been through some shit similar before and been let down, disappointed, or just or just ain't fucking with it. I don't know. But that's that's right, Dr. B. I agree with you for once. I mean, it's I feel like men are a little bit more complicated than what we say. Oh but then again but then again like Let's say we are that simple. Some, I think some women may not be, all right, let's say I says, uh, have an intellectual com conversation. Some girls are not, what am I saying? Maybe some girls that you, you're talking to is maybe not on the same intellect as you. Or I know it could be vice versa. A lot of time it is vice versa for men, for girls. And also some girls might not be supporting your goals. Like we mentioned a rapper. Like if you're trying to be a rapper, you trying to make it, I mean, she might not be supporting you or rocking with you. So, yeah, a girl may not be just living up to what your standard is. And I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe some women are like they're stuck in their ways and maybe don't want to change or I don't know. I think in this case, it's really a mixture of both, bro. I feel like both sexes have dealt with things in the past and. They deal, they deal with different things necessarily. So I feel like a lot of things don't necessarily get accomplished because one person may be feeling some type of way in their head and another person may be feeling some type of way in their head. So both of them really are for each other, 
but they ain't communicating the shit because they scared or whatever the case may be. So I wouldn't even necessarily say men are hard to love. It's just you got to – I feel like as as a relationship, like the both of them need to figure the shit out. I feel like things aren't that hard when you're transparent. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't say that men are – so I think it's a valid concern when women are saying – why is it hard to love a man or, or at least question like how do you love a man i don't think that they're saying that because they have the inability to do it i think that there's cases where men present it very difficult for them to love and again when you don't deal with your trauma when you're in a society that tells you not to express your feelings to hold everything in to to only express uh in ways of violence or you know um difficult difficult you know mean ways then yeah i think women have a valid concern it's difficult to love men and i just think that we probably need to do some type of uh, counseling some type of ways that we can express ourselves because when we open up right when we're able to authentically be ourselves and not be judged and i think that's the part that women need to work on is don't judge us when we do become authentically ourselves. And then we got to work on authentically being ourselves and vulnerable. It's two-way street. So I just think valid concern that the, the person who asked the question, why is it difficult to love men or how do you, how do you love men? It's, it's all difficult, but we can do it. Yeah, so what do y'all think of, I know, well, actually, like, I know society is kind of superficial. So what do y'all think about, women that made that say uh that they don't fuck with men that don't have money or black men specifically that don't have money How, <laughs> like mm. they can't they feel like they can't love a man that don't have a check maybe he still working on himself maybe he trying to come a rapper like i mentioned so i don't know does that is that come a barrier i think, yeah, I, think. I think you are entitled to love who you want to love you have every right to like what you like i mean i mean personally keith if would you want to be with a woman that didn't have shit i think it's easy i'm not necessarily saying she has to be rich but like i think it's easier for men to like pick women that don't have nothing i've seen it i'll see it all the time maybe a dude a rich dude will go after a waiter just because he's pretty she don't necessarily have much money, but she going after more looks. I think yeah. it's different for men. You don't see a rich woman will go after a male bus boy. So that's true. I mean, I see it from that perspective, but us as regular niggas, well, for the time being, that um, <laughs> us as regular niggas, like I ain't never talked to a girl that just didn't have shit. Cause like I'm not saying every girl I've talked to was just loaded with money and shit like that. Doesn't necessarily have to be about money. It could be aspirations and shit like that too. So like, you looking for perks? That's why. Not perk. I'm not looking for. You looking free food and shit? I'm the perk, nigga. I'm the (laughs) perk. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like as a whole, like I just think you're 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 more than welcome to like what you like. I'm I'm not. If a girl says she can't date a guy for because he don't have money, then shit. I'm not gonna hate on her for that because I have I have a standard too. So shit. Everybody's entitled to like what they like. Right or wrong? No, I mean, I think that if um, I think I mean the question says, can a man be loved without having money? The answer is yes. Yeah. Um, you know, but 
the reality is oftentimes as we look in the way social norms and the way that we do society socially constructed uh we've been conditioned to believe that you know men oftentimes are the providers so money plays a big part in that right if, if a woman is looking for a mate you know to protect or to you know supply sometimes money is a big deal now i think that two parties should be transparent right i think that if that's something that a woman feels secure in and money and a guy doesn't feel like that's an issue then they can be together but if a guy doesn't have money then that's when he needs to make the decision and say you know as attractive as you are we're not going to work out we're not compatible and i think we never really have conversations about in the beginning are we compatible we just try to limp our way through it you know and we hope it works out and we try to change people nice. just up front just say yo i don't have a lot of money is this something that you want? Yes, that's important to me. And then men don't need to judge the woman if she says money is important. That's that's a preference. Let her have that, you know, preference. Just like men, we say, well, you got to give up. Can you be with a woman if she doesn't give you any? If y'all not fucking, y'all not having sex, can a man be with a woman then? And I think sometimes we're quick to pull the trigger on. Oh, no, she's not letting me just try the car. I can't fuck with her. But then we want to get mad at women when they want to be with a financially stable man. I just think that we kind of played both sides and kind of kind of look at that. Yeah. So you touched on that. So can we even love a woman that's not giving up on the pussy? (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) I guess it depends on your morals. So yeah, it depends on the person, bro. I feel like personally, I can go without having sex to a marriage type deal. Like y'all horny, but it. Yeah, but society is so much different. Uh, I don't, I don't even know a society thing. I just, uh, maybe it's our generation. We just some freaky ass niggas. We just, I can't even go. That's what I'm saying, bro. I can't even go a day without even thinking about sexual shit because I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm scrolling on Twitter, and I just see. Next thing you know, I just see some some wild ass shit. Like what the fuck? Twitter is a whole porn star. It's a whole porn site, bro. I'm like, open that shit at work. But you they, see animals fucking humans and shit. Bro, oh, you wow. see some wild shit. Wow. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know who the fuck you follow, Keith. Right, I ain't right. never no, seen, it be pe- I ain't freaky never ass, seen no, your freaky I ain't never ass seen people. no animal fucking fuck somebody. That, bro. That's a little extreme. I done seen some wild ass whoever, shit. I'll be trying to unfollow whoever be retreating that shit. I'm going to follow all Christian Christian uh, followers. Yeah, and you need that. But not even that, that, it's still going to pop up. But to answer your question, though, um, could I personally be with someone who uh, ain't giving it up? I think it really depends on, like, how much I really, like, it's, if I know for sure that's my wife, like, that's my wife, like, I can't, like, I can't lose her, then yeah, for sure, I can go without sex. But if it's, like, more like a physical thing than really, like, actually vibing and being attracted to her, then we uh, we might just not work. So, I, I don't know, I think people have heard this before, but I think people need to really understand what their love language is. And I think oftentimes we don't know what that is. And most of us might just attribute that, you know, we got to have sex and we don't have got to have sex. You need to find out what your love language is. For some, <laughs> some, some people express their love through physical ways. So it's important for them to be with somebody, physical touch, 
and that leads to maybe more romantic sex or not even romantic sex, just the physical understanding this is how I express love. So I don't really even like the question, can a woman be with a man if you don't have money or can a guy be with a you know, woman if you know they're not having sex? What really needs to be asked is what's your love language? Do our love language match? And if our love language don't match, am I willing to compromise and sacrifice to be with you until we can have a more fluid love language? You know, whether our values, you know, are involved. So if I'm with a girl and she's not physical touch, maybe her love language is receiving gifts, but my love language is physical touch, then we need to have a communicate. We need to talk. Do we want to work through this? This is how I express love. This is how you want to receive love. And we're not really talking about that at all. And that's why we get into these relationships that don't work out. That's not the only reason. But one of the main reasons we get into these relationships and they don't work out. Find out what your love language is. And then see if there's any room to compromise. Maybe you might meet somebody that matches your love language. So maybe you need to find someone that also wants physical touch. If that's the case, boom, you're you're in heaven because y'all both have similar love languages. So that's what I would I think that receiving gift we will post that on our our link. I think that receiving gift uh love language is a setup. But go ahead, uh Justin. (laughs) I was just gonna say Dr. B, you are so smart. <laughs> you are you are nah. one smart nigga, man. Sarcasm. No, you are man. one smart nigga, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you really gotta know what your love language is, and then see if it works out. Oh yada 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 yada. My, I I I don't know too many niggas that probably looked at that girl or whoever she was at the time and was like, "Hey, what's your love language?" Shit, I have. I haven't. Shit, maybe I need. Well, maybe I need to I start. Mean, yeah, you're not serious. You're not serious about that shit right now. What's your love language, Key? Man. I think mine's is like physical touch. Okay, oh. Uh-huh. What about you? What about you, Doctor B? Uh, mine is physical touch and acts of oh, service. Oh, so, you a nigga? Acts yeah. of service get you going. <laughs> acts of service get you yeah. going. And then women that receive well, gifts, I, they just want money out you. We go. We go. We're going to send the image to our IG. So y'all follow us on IG. We'll put the image up. We'll tweet it out. But take the quiz, y'all. Find out what your love language is. Find out what you're most compatible. It tells you things to take action on. tells you things to avoid. So if you know that up front, when you're, when you're meeting somebody on Tinder or meet somebody at the club, I'm not saying have the love language conversation there. But if y'all exchange numbers and y'all go on a date, you know, maybe a date or two, you might want to take the quiz so you can know if you're wasting your time. Hey, Shorty, hey, let me holler at you real quick. Hey, what, what's your love language? Not that right. <laughs> hey, that <laughs> might work. Let me, what's your love language? <laughs> hey, that might work. Shit, I'm going to take the quiz with y'all, though, because I ain't never took the shit, so I'm going to take the quiz, too, and we're going to figure it out together. I'm going to tell y'all on the next episode of my love language is. Shit, on the flip side, though, since we talked about <laughs> it, uh, like, what happens if the sex is bomb, but everything else is trash, your connection trash, your love language is not matching up. And I feel like relationships can drag on just based off of sex alone, so it might be dangerous mm, at that. That's dangerous to even as have, fuck. To even think about really having sex at first and just be thinking about sex, because that could just misconstrue everything. Everything. So it might be a blessing to disguise, not talking to a girl that, or talking to a girl that maybe don't want to come up off the pussy 
that fast or whatever. Or I think that depends. Different. I think that depends, bro. Because, like, so if the shit ain't working out, but, like, the sex is crazy, like, are they both hella invested? Is one person more invested than the other? Because, like, I could see it ending bad for one person, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, I think it depends on the maturity level. I think there are times that people can have incredible sex chemistry, and but everything else can be trash. And that you gotta, I mean, you gotta start understanding that you can find somebody that is not toxic and have great sex. I think that we just, you know, it's, and it's a chemical, right? Like, I mean, sex can be great, right? And that's a it's a chemical that's being released that's maybe keeping you going back. But is it worth you losing your mental sanity over a person that has good sex? And I would just say, you know, I know it's difficult to break off, but, you know, if they're toxic in other ways and the, the sex is only good, um, that's what we call abuse or that's what we call an addiction, right? Because everything else is bad, but because you get this, you know, super satisfying feeling in this one way, You'll do that at all costs, and it should not be at the detriment of your health. Yeah. So I would just encourage y'all to like just gotta cut it. Sex is like a drug. In fact, people use it as a temporary yeah. fix. That shit. Ooh, right. Sex really is a dangerous ass thing, boy. Just sitting here thinking about that shit. That shit really dangerous. So we getting closer to the time of cuffing season. So I do want to talk about toxic monogamy since we was talking about relationships or toxic relationships in general since generally most relationships are monogamous so i guess we talked about some of them already but like what's the, some of the misconceptions of like being in a re- toxic relationship i know we mentioned sex is one of them having nothing else in common but just sex uh i know jealousy may be a symbol of love which is a misconception uh your partner thinking your partner will make you whole may be a misconception. And I'm reading from a list. Uh, once you commit it, you should never find anyone else attractive. That's a myth. So what's some other things like y'all think is some toxic traits that we have in relationship in y'all opinions or what y'all experience? Um, you can only be it's I think a lot in a man's case, a lot of men aren't really cool with their uh because okay, we're all niggas, right? We're all niggas. So uh, us, 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 us as niggas, we automatically think that niggas think the same way as we do, and that's not always the case. So, for example, I have personally not fucked with my girl being solo with one of her guy friends, even though it may not be shit. But naturally, in my head, I'm like, shit. I mean, I, if I was single, I'm not just kicking it with a girl just to be kicking it at the crib. So, like. That's a to- I feel like that's a toxic mindset because naturally I got homegirls that I can just kick it with and not even look at them in that way. <laughs> but if my girl called me and said, hey, I'm going to so-and-so's house just to hang out for a little bit. Like, for what? <laughs> like, so I think that might, I think that's another toxic Nah, that's thing. iffy. <laughs> that's iffy, though. It depends. But on it can be toxic, is. though, because that's, oh, yeah, yeah. because there's people, there them. really are, like, anybody who says opposite sex can't be friends, bro, like, that's not true because I'm just friends with multiple women that I've never looked at in that way. But like I said, just like you said, that's iffy because you a nigga. So like, I just think that we, that's something that we need to kind of try and really think about. Cause honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be able to just be like, okay, like I'm gonna ask questions to fuck. 
But I just don't. I think that's a toxic mindset, too, because you can be just friends with the opposite sex because that shit can really just cause problems for no reason type shit. Well, I mean, toxic monogamy, again, I might have mentioned this some early on some other podcasts, but the issue is this. More so is that we begin to narrowly think about how to be exclusive with one person, right? The tox- toxicity comes in when we say this is the only way that monogamy functions, right? You narrow it in, in such a very skewed way that anything that falls outside of that very narrow way is bad. And that in and of itself is very toxic. So when you say your romantic partner needs to fulfill every single emotion socially and physically that you have, well, that's 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 some toxic. some borderline toxicity because that, that <laughs> is, one, it's not sustainable and it's not realistic. Your partner is not the person that should be fulfilling every single emotional, social, and physical need. Right now, you can maybe desire them to, but to have that expectation every single time is very toxic, and that's what leads into jealousy and regret and re- resentment. Yeah. Right, um, monogamy is great for some. Right, I have no issue the way monogamy can exist if two people can coexist as being together with themselves, you know, for the rest of their lives. That's great, but to 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 badger and to demonize or to dehumanize other people that choose not to be monogamous, that could be toxic as well. Like let them live their lives. You know? So I think yeah. it's just uh, I think we as a whole need to do better of picking out or spotting out toxic traits before we get into those relationships and not just finding out right then and there. So, I mean, like, for example, I think one of the toxic things I think is, uh, in my opinion, it may not be a bad thing, but, like, if a chick is hitting me up constantly asking where I'm at, what you doing, whoop the whoop, who you with, I think, especially in the beginning phases and you're not my girl, we just talking maybe, we that's already a bad sign right there. I might possibly just cut you off just for that. Maybe that's just not fair. Maybe she really care, but I don't know. I think it's hard to even spot toxic traits in the beginning. Some people are better at hiding it. So I think we just need to, like, read up on some of the, uh, knowing the misconceptions and, like, spotting those traits out. But I guess that just comes with wisdom and time and stuff, too, and just going through life. Well, here's the thing, bro. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it would be nice to point out someone's toxic traits before shit gets serious. But, like, we all got toxic traits, bro. Facts. Every, every person has toxic traits. It's just a matter of if the significant other or if you are going to put up with them. Because at the end of the day, like, nobody's fucking perfect. Everybody has their own insecurities that turn into toxic traits. So you can point it out. But at the end of the day, if you really want to be with that person, then there's, if there's a will, there's a way. So I don't. Well, I, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I'm going to push back on that because. So I, I think one of the ways that you can determine if somebody is toxic in the front, uh, like off jump, is they're they're making your relationship more important than all the other relationships that existed prior to their relationship. 
So they make you choose between your family, your friends, maybe in your even your fraternity. And I think that that, that could be problematic because they're saying this relationship always comes first. And that isn't to say that they can't be considered, but to always, to, to forsake what you had prior to them, that is a sign that some toxicity is coming coming your way. And I just think that we need to live, we had 20, close to 2020, we had 2019. And I'm just telling to my people, Black people, we need to get out of this mentality of, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. No. Um, if you're not what, uh, subscribe to the ways that are healthy and that's going to make you and me healthy, I don't want it. And we need to start moving towards that versus where there's a will, there's a way. Now, nah, I mean, if you want to make it happen, of course you could. But why force something that's going to make you mm. miserable, make mm. her miserable, you know? And I think we need to um, really kind of look at it, analyze. There are signs in the beginning, always. We just choose to ignore them because maybe we're tired of being alone. We're tired of not, you know, going through relationship after relationship. But the signs are there. And if somebody is exhibiting toxic traits, um, there's rare that they, uh, they're they showing that in the beginning. It's just in little bits and pieces. And you just got to call that shit out or walk away. And I think we just got to start having intentional conversations about that shit. 2019, let's talk about it. 2019, let's talk about it. <laughs> shit. shit. That's how it is. I mean... Spotting toxic traits it could be hard. I guess it it comes with, with I think it comes with wisdom for sure. Uh, I don't know. It's like this day and age, it makes it so much harder. But I guess we forget about the fact that we really got to work through some of the stuff. Like we got to actually talk about what's wrong with the relationship or, or like if something bothering you that you pointing out is toxic, we need to learn to call that shit out right then and there and not just be so passive about it. Like, I know a lot of, I know a lot of time I've been passive. I have to learn to not be so passive. I know women that are like very passive about this stuff and just expect niggas to figure shit out. Or I, like personal pet peeve. I hate when they like, I ask what's wrong, nothing. And then, <laughs> then later I found out and it's all spilled on me all at once. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess we need to learn how to communicate better as well. Well, and, and 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 Keith, I would say just in my years, you know, being in relationships and being in a long-term relationship, you know, the question, what's wrong? And I would hope that people can kind of move to, like, if you ask a blunt question, you can get communication. But sometimes maybe you got to switch it up. Maybe instead of asking what's wrong, you ask, what could have made your day better? See, that question positions the person to be like, well, since you inquired, uh, here's what could have made it better. And that may make them more able to talk versus when you ask from a deficit perspective, uh, what's wrong? It automatically entices negativity. So, you know, some ways that we can ask questions that will entice conversation and uh, robust conversation versus what's wrong. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of difficult to just jump right in if you're having a bad day. Um, so just, you know, fellas, you might want to ask, Hey, what could have made your day better? And then they may give you some suggestions that you need to write down. And maybe the next day you try to make it nah. better. Just some pointers out there for the nah, you know. that. Just tell me, 
I just <laughs> I don't care I just, that. Tell me. <laughs> I just cannot get over the fact of how smart this nigga sounds, bro. This, uh, this is nigga, it's this easy to say. This nigga, this nigga, <laughs> Doctor B, is fucking smart as bro. What you get your PhD in? I'm gonna get the same shit so I can sound like you when I grow up. Cause you, nigga, this nigga be sounding sophisticated, educated, and intellectual. He capping right now. That boy Go says. On. That boy says. <laughs> that boy says some words I didn't even know what it meant. What it meant. But I'm gonna act uh, like I knew what it meant for this podcast. <laughs> it makes some sense to somebody out right there. Hopefully, I'm just trying to help, trying to help our people. So you know, that's all. All this shit you said was probably easier said than done. Just tell me. Don't have me guessing, cause a niggas a simple. Ain't nobody thinking about alternative questions to ask. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you 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 watching, like I said, it's football season. You watching football, and she walking around, just snubbing around mad. You going to ask what's wrong, because you trying to watch your team win. <laughs> you ain't really Most worried about that. Most niggas won't even notice Most niggas won't even notice Most niggas just tell me. She going to be stomping around, <laughs> nigga. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The game's still You're going to be more mad. <laughs> and that's how niggas get stabbed. Whoa. <laughs> you see it on the news every day. <laughs> that shit crazy. <laughs> no. Well, for sure. Communication is communication key. Communication is key. Be transparent with me, baby. For sure. Boy, you ain't from New Orleans. But anyway, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for listening to this podcast. Y'all was listening to the Host of Men podcast. In case y'all didn't know, make sure you follow me, Keith Logan, at klogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. And we will be coming to YouTube soon. We getting set up with mics, cameras, lights, action. So stay tuned for that. We moving up in the world. So just be on the lookout for that. We gonna have different ideas and shit coming up. We might be doing fucking... I don't know, a wholesome men brunch. Just throwing shit on the wall. Just to I don't know. do something for the people, the community. Free food. I don't know. Backpack giveaways. I don't know. Whatever. Ooh. So just stay tuned. We're going to have much more in uh, in store for y'all. So go ahead and sign us out, JLP. I mean, y'all finally get to see the boy when we get on YouTube. Y'all going to get to look at me while I talk. So I know y'all excited for that. Oh, glad. You know, and you know, another thing is I, I kind of want to get you. I'm going to post this on the... Uh, on the IG, but I kind of want y'all's on y'all y'all's take on like an intro song because I was thinking, you know, Keith make beats, so I was thinking I could I should probably start rapping and shit. I mean, Bro. so I think I'm gonna All be the so let y'all let us know if y'all need JLP to be the to rap the intro song and the outro song for our podcast. I know y'all gonna be a fan of it. We gonna post a snippet on the IG. Um, but anyways, <laughs> JLP underscore sixty three on mm. IG. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. All right, and Dr. B, go ahead and sign us up. Yo, what's good? Glad to be back. Um, yo, follow me at Petty Next Door, underscore four, on social media, Twitter. I'm on there. Y'all hit me up. All right, y'all, y'all be safe. Be yeah. easy. Peace. Go ahead and try it. You going to need you some theme music. You hear my violin. Reach for dead. I drop my first album. I gave him life. Motivation. Then I drop inspiration. I've done it twice. Yeah. Sold a few quarters of